Welcome to the Mental Health Hour, and welcome on in to episode 97. Impulse control tonight. Something I have very little of. Yes. This one one should be a cakewalk. Uh, There's a lot to talk about. Some of the stuff uh, I'm not as spun up on. Um, I know that I have... Uh, definite issues with impulse control. Um, the addicted brain generally does. Um, but that is something we will talk about. So impulse control, what do you, you already uh, gave a little shout out there. What do you have on tonight's su- subject? Oh dear. I feel like my bank card should be taken away from me. For the lack of impulse control. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a big one, yeah. Money, yeah. finances. Oh, God, yeah. It's um, it's something that I was struggling with more when I was really depressed. Trying to, like, I guess, compensate for other things. So I would do, do that, I guess, just to keep me busy, keep me entertained that thrill of getting something and like wow this is great then you probably better use it um but yeah i struggle with impulse control with many things um hmm. it's that power of uh mind over matter i guess Mm. and how our willpower comes into play And one of the things I took away uh, very strongly from my stay at rehab was that willpower is junk. Willpower Mm. is nothing to... Willpower is good, like a good tool, but it's not by itself. If it's Mm. by itself, it's junk. Um, There's studies and and, um, statistics and what have you. I didn't bother with uh, any of the boring graphs or anything for this episode, but Mm. the the willpower alone tends to breed failure. Um, That being said, it's not something to rely on, I guess, is what I'm trying to get across. You, You should not rely solely on willpower to get Mm -hmm. you through your addiction, your impulse. Um, There's a lot that needs to be done. And we'll look at some of that later on in the episode uh, when we talk about treatments or possible coping and and, uh, treating Mm -hmm. your impulsivity. Let's take a look first at uh, myself, I guess. Um, myself is pretty uh, simple, I guess. Impulse in itself, I feel, is a simple concept. Uh, we, we struggle to control it, which is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And the DSM is also given it 
its own classification, impulse control disorders, um, things like excessive spending, pyromania, etc. Uh, there's a bunch that fall under impulse control disorders. Um, so for me, I have a hard time not, uh, not giving in to my addicted brain, we'll call it what it is. Um, and it doesn't have to be substance related. Now, yes, I was an out or am an alcoholic. Um, and I've, I've also learned though, that, that my addiction level spans a lot farther than just alcohol alone. Uh, I am addicted to anything that makes me, that brings joy or it gives you a buzz, right? Or gives you a buzz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it, whether it be uh, chemically or emotionally, physically. Mm -hmm. One thing I've never, some people get like that, that runner's high. If they're, if they're out for a jog, they, they get that, the, the endorphins and the dopamine start flowing and they get a runner's high, which is a type of buzz. Um, it's that good feeling and I'm addicted to anything that brings that. Um, uncle Rick says my impulse is to have a nap during the broadcast and have to replay it again later. And we know and love that about you, uncle Rick. Um, Hattie says impulse buying was a bad habit for me when I was younger. Um, did, Hattie, did you, what did you do? Maybe share in the discord or what have you, or if you want to type something on the chat, what did you do to gain control of that? Um, anyway, the, the meat and potatoes of my story is that I am addicted to the good, what feels good, not necessarily right, mm. not necessarily uh, wrong. If it feels good to me, I want more of it. And then my brain decides that that is the only thing that matters. And it, mm -hmm. kind, of, it kind of overtakes everything um, to a fault. Would you say you feel the same about certain things, Gemma? Oh, yeah. I have a friend who is an avid gambler. And because of the highs that they get from winning, doesn't matter how much they keep going and going and have lost a great deal of money in doing that uh, just for the high because sometimes the high you get from that isn't always long-winded and can cost you more in the long run but yeah I'm I am similar with certain things like that I'm not into gambling and stuff but I'm very lucky that I never got into that because I'd probably have zero dollars. Oh god, yeah. It's just it's hard for me to justify it, which is a good thing. It's probably one of the few things on this earth that I have been able to keep under control for whatever reason. I just don't wanna spend my hard earned money on that because I never seem to win. Um, I have that bad lottery luck. Yeah, you and me both. I can't even win an argument. <laughs> Tony D, good to see you checking in. 
Uh, Uncle Rick says today my brain said I wanted a Big Mac and my body did not need it. So did you get the Big Mac is the question. Did you give oh, in to the, the brain? Impulse-controlled dieting. Oh, my God. <laughs> the number of times I'm like, nope, I'm not going to have that bar of chocolate. I'm not going to eat that whole bar. Ten minutes later, the whole thing's gone. I'm like, yeah, well, that worked. And uh, Hattie finishes off with that. It was $15,000 from my grandparents. Uh, when we sold their house, when the end of the year came out and it was almost gone, I really had to ship nothing to ship for it. It was a slap in the face. I actively told myself, if you have to think twice about it, you don't need it. And that's mm -hmm. correct, right, Gemma? I mean, like, oh, yeah. you, you were talking about buying earlier as well. Oh, yeah. There's um, de definitely, if you've got any doubt in it or you don't really, really need it, it definitely pays off to come away think about it think do i need it what what is it what is it going to benefit is there something else that i can do or get um i was terrible with because it's so easy um because you're not actually seeing the actual cash change hands so online you can literally just click stuff and it doesn't i don't think it registers in your brain as much as handing over physical cash and seeing that, and it's so easy to go on such as like Amazon and click, 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 buying a load of shit that you don't really need. And then thinking later on when you've got a house full of crap and no money in the bank, what the hell? Exactly. Um, money is something uh, that a lot of folks struggle with, myself included. Uh, I've gotten a lot better. I was definitely more impulse driven with my money. When I was drinking, it's uh, like you were talking about how having a debit card or whatever, just you don't see the money. So you don't think about it. You just kind of let it go. Well, the same thing when you're, you know, inebriated or impaired in some way, mm. uh, you it's not it, you don't give it as much thought to the severity of how much money might be hemorrhaging from your account uh, until it's too late at that point. Um or yep. you're stuck on the phone with people trying to get things taken back and what have you. Mm -hmm. But uh, impulse is all around us. I mean, let me rephrase that. Impulse is something that's big in the lives of everyone. And marketing agencies and, and folks that sell for a living understand this and exploit the hell out of it. That's why you have candy in every aisle. Uh, for when you're checking out at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. For the and, you know, not like a big pack that's going to be really expensive. It's only a couple of bucks for, oh, man, I could really go for some Reese cups right now. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Or the kids, like, I feel like it's strategically placed things because they're going to ask for it and you can't really say no. Sometimes just for a quiet life. I, I do it all the time. If he's behaved himself, and I'll be like, go on then. Um, that's, chances are he's only picked it up because he's seen it there. That's very true. Um, we do the same thing. You and they do it with the offers in the stores and things, on the end aisles, massive um, like advertisements and things to lure you into buying it that you probably wouldn't buy otherwise and get you hooked into buying something you wouldn't have bought 
that's why I try and make a list of what I want to get when I go to the shop and try not to de deter from it. It's not easy, but uh, yes, it helps if you've got that list. And a list is good for so many other things as well, just keeping your thoughts in order and getting everything you need on the first go rather than stressing about did we have everything, do I have to go back to the store, and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, that that's that's part of mental health for another episode. Mm. Uh, but impulse, it, understanding our impulses uh, and and where it falls in is what we're trying to get into tonight and and how we can control or if we can control them and what we can do. Um, it can be finances. It can be addiction to substance. It can be addiction to non-substance. It can be uh, impulse phone calls, text messages uh, just out of the blue. I really should do this. I really should do that. Um, mm -hmm. There's all kinds of stuff in play here. Um, however, how we can get that understood and wrangled, essentially. So why don't we go ahead and take a look at some slides. We'll get mm -hmm. into some conversation about it. Uh, I wanted to start with a few about impulse control disorder, and then we'll get into something called executive function, which I mm -hmm. thought was, uh, I didn't know, that that was the part when I said earlier I wasn't spun up on everything. Uh, I never heard this term, and so I, I looked at it a bit more and I mean, it can be it can be more than just impulse control related. Uh, executive function can be used for many other things. Um, however, it it plays in well with tonight, and we'll take a look at that. And then at the end, we'll look at some treatment options. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, if you're ready, let us take a look at the first uh, slide, which is this. Yeah, so impulse, impulse control disorder. How many things do we think I'll come across I can't say tonight? Impulse control disorders involve chronic problems in one's ability to control his or her emotions and behaviours. So the symptoms in the mind, pleasure from acting, um, relief from the urge, difficulty in concentration, socially isolated, kleptomania, aggression, habit of stealing, feeling of guilt, uh, general, so sweating, experiencing withdrawal symptoms, reducing social and work activities, and problems with coordination, and then sexual, so excessive sexual desire. And then across the bottom we have causes, so things like genetic factors, psychological problems, damage in limbic system of the brain, Elevated aggressive hormones, childhood neglect and chronic stress. Diet and regimen. So take a well-balanced diet. Take calorie-restricted diet. Do healthy eating habits. Do regular exercise. Uh, treatment. Psychotherapy. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. We've discussed that quite a bit. Group therapy, yoga, meditation and drug treatment. Preferably prescribed by a physician or something and then medicines oh dear god <laughs> what are you doing to me 
You read that. Uh, uh, for those of you that can't see the slide, Gemma struggles with words. Oh, in the comments as well. <laughs> Gemma struggles with words. And so we have a bunch of medicines. Um, I didn't expect these to be read out because nobody's going to know what they are. I don't know what they are. Platina, Illumina. Um, it, that's just, that can be uh, omitted from the, if you're a doctor or, or of any uh, kind of medical background, that might mean something more to you. Mm -hmm. Mark Gage asks, Se sex impulse? Question mark. Uh, yeah, that can be uh, another impulsive decision to mm -hmm. have a sexual relationship. Um, sex can be used as a weapon. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, it it had it, it was enough that it had its own it has its own column in our step four for those of you that do a, a 12 step program you know step four is mm -hmm. making an inventory of all your resentments and whatnot and sex has its own category to be done let's continue on with the slides because uh, i wanted to get into um development this one is a, a little short one but should provide some conversation. So development of impulse control. So requires conscious thought, weighing the pros and cons of potential actions and their outcomes. As we grow and the areas of the brain associated with the executive function, the pre prefrontal cortex nearly, develop this ability becomes more accessible. And then it is believed that the prefrontal cortex does not develop until the age of 24 to 30. That's pretty, uh, pretty, that. that's pretty incredible to think about. Like mm. a major part of your brain doesn't even really develop until you're 24 to 30 years old. It makes me wonder if some people's ever does, but you know, <laughs> that's a different topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so developing your impulse control is obviously a task at hand. It's a task in itself. Conscious thought. It requires conscious thought. So we have to be, again, mindfulness comes into play. We have to be in the moment, present. We have to understand what we're doing. Um, and, you know, like it says, weighing the pros and cons of decisions or potential actions and there are outcomes that will befall it because every action has a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's just a law of, of life, a law of physics. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it certainly has its place here. Um, uh, a lot of times our impulses are decisions that aren't going to warrant the best outcome, per se. Mm -hmm. uh, like an impulse buy is it releases that dopamine or the endorphins. Uh, it gives you the, the high, you know, of buying something new. Everybody likes something brand new. Mm -hmm. And especially ex the, the people that like to shop excessively, they mm -hmm. get that, that runner's high, but from online shopping, which again has because has made things like we were talking about finances. We were talking how they, uh, that it's easier to let things go or to let money go when it's just a debit card 
because you don't actually see the cash transaction. You don't see the money leaving your hand to go to someone else's. Let's go ahead and look at executive function. Um, I wanted to do this one. Here's a quick little overview. Executive function or EF refers to a mental process that is involved in the coordination of other cognitive skills. So the definition, executive function refers to a cognitive module consisting of effector output elements involving inhibition, working memory, and organizational strategies necessary to prepare a response. And then examples, planning, attention, attentional control, working memory, self-regulation, organizational skills, TME, emotional regulation, and prioritization. So, executive function uh, is that cognitive process that we were talking about, that prefrontal cortex that takes some developing. Apparently, it takes 24 years of developing. How these play into our impulses is quite simply breaking down the uh, mindfulness or being mindful, shall I say, uh, about the moment we're in, what's happening. Uh, and then, like we discussed just a bit ago, weighing the pros and cons, um, prioritizing, as it says, uh, when you weigh the pros and cons, you're organizing, you're paying attention, you're planning, you know, you have a working memory going on of what's happened in the past. Uh, when you may, maybe you have done this in the past, um, to stick with the impulse buying, just because that's been the running theme, um, uh, for examples, have you bought something similar in the past and how did that turn out? Mm -hmm. Um, or, um, have you not bought something or have you not bought this specific item or is it not even about the item? Is it just about your willpower to say, no, I don't need to spend this money right now. Mm. Weighing the pros and cons really comes into play. Uh, there are types of executive function. I'll let Gemma go through these. Mm -hmm. Let me just find it. Here we go. So these are the eight executive functions, self-control, is the ability to stop and think before acting. Self-monitor, the ability to view and evaluate oneself. Emotional control, the ability to manage feelings and achieve goals and complete tasks. Flexibility, the ability to adapt to changing conditions by revising plans or changing strategies. Task initiation, the ability to start and finish tasks without procrastinating. Organization, the ability to develop and use systems to keep track of materials and information. Working memory, the ability to use information held in memory to complete a task. And finally, planning and time management, the ability to create steps to reach a goal. Excellent. So that kind of 
takes the examples from the previous slide and breaks it down a little bit more because we have things like working memory, emotional control, um, self-monitoring, holding yourself accountable uh, before said impulse is either achieved or, um, well, actually, before it even comes to whether or not it's done, the we need to, the, the whole, um, God, I'm trying to think of the correct way to describe this, not the way that we um, think about it, but we want to recognize, I guess, is the best way to put it, recognize that this is going to be an impulse decision. Um, obviously, that's going to hit, like if you're standing in the, the checkout counter um, waiting to be rung up at the grocery store, and you you see the candy next to you, the impulse is going to hit quicker than you can think, oh, there's a big opportunity for an impulse. You know, before your brain hits that stage, you're going to already have the impulse. Damn, I would really like a Reese cup right now. Mm. So it's, it's second nature. It's um, uh, involuntary, like blinking, breathing. Um, let me check in real quick on uh, the comments because <laughs> I see there's a lot going on. I'm 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 talking, but I, I, I'm not paying as much attention. Uh, Tim, you have zero control over impulse cussing. Yes, Ella said earlier about my impulse cussing, which yeah. which uh, I mean, we are who we are. Another reason to join the uh, 100th episode oh, because boy. the bloopers reel will demonstrate that beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> the hours of editing over oh, your impulse control <laughs> or lack thereof. Uh, there it is, the 100th episode bloopers. Um, yeah. What can I say? We are who we are, right? It's... Uh, yeah. I keep it. I think I keep it pretty, pretty good on the broadcast these days. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never really gotten, unless I was streaming with Ella back in the Haps days and early Twitch days. There was, uh, that was my uh, stress release time, you know. Um, and I feel like Ella's stress would be way up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, self bringing it back to executive function, uh, self control. Falls in your uh, falls in the wheelhouse of willpower, the ability to stop and think before acting. Um, what exactly is going on here, um, and how is it going to affect me in the future? Um, then you can get into your organization, your your pros and your cons. Is it worth it? Um, working memory. The ability to use information held in a memory to complete a task. Journaling is working memory. It's also organization. Journaling is emotional control. Mm -hmm. Journaling is planning and time management. Journaling is self-monitoring. Journaling falls under a lot of these executive functions. Um, and it... It would be, uh, it would be wrong not to bring it up again 
as we do most every episode, how journaling can be so helpful. Um, but at the same time, I also don't want to beat the hell out of it. I don't want to beat it into the ground so bad that um, like it's like I'm pushing it or forcing it on everybody. It's just I always think to mention it because it, it just fits for everything we talk about. Um, and I also took such a uh, I took a lot away from sitting down and journaling when I never thought I would because I don't like writing. I don't like sitting down and doing that but the the amazing uh, feeling or, or it, it's just hard to explain it just it worked for me for some mm-hmm. reason and and I uh, I just I like to share that um, it is one of the things that works for me it's not gonna work for everybody and mm-hmm. I understand that but I found I, um, a good app that helps me because I can't sit down and write. I have to use uh, apps to help. And I found one more recently that gives you incentives into filling things in and checking in with your mood, doing a bit of gratitude and things. And um, it's really been helping me. I'm just going to find what it's called for you now. Um, It's only a fairly new thing. Oh, Dailyo. There we go. It's a free app on iOS and Android. What was it called? Dalio. All right. We D-A-Y-L-I-O. We will put that in the Discord for those interested. It's there is a premium feature to it, but it is also free. Um, very, very good. Gives you incentives to filling in daily, checking in daily, reminds you to do it. Um, checks in with how you're feeling, why you might be feeling. It is very, very good. I will look it up because I don't have I don't have any of the journaling apps uh, no. I've always kind of said I'm more of a pen and paper guy uh, I just I like the the raw um, almost what do you what do you call it when it's like caveman yeah. uh, it's it's just the the old way of doing things I mm. like that. Uh, especially when it comes to journaling, just sitting down with a pen and paper and letting whatever comes out come out. But let's get back to uh, executive function real quick. Uh, I wanted to throw up uh, some examples of executive dysfunction and what that yeah. looks like. Okay, so executive dysfunction. Some examples of executive dysfunction include focusing too much on just one thing being easily distractible daydreaming or spacing out when you shouldn't be i do that a lot struggling to switch between tasks problems with impulse control and trouble starting difficult or boring tasks that is every single day so focusing too much struggling between tasks problems with impulse this all six of these sound to me like what do you have it's it's not a test but do you know what i'm thinking after after 92 episodes do you have you gotten in my head yet oh yeah um, what are these symptoms of that we may have just done a show on recently Oh, ADHD. Absolutely. 
ADHD. Oh, yeah, for real. Uh, this slide is almost the definition of ADHD. Yeah, you could take the top yeah. bit off and it'd just be like you could use it for ADHD. So, I mean, what does that say? That ADHD is our brains not being able to do executive functions. It's it's in mm -hmm. executive mm -hmm. dysfunction. Um, so just a, a quick little kind of overview of executive function. And I have a, a good article that I'm going to post in the Discord for further reading um, uh, if you're interested in it. Uh, what it is, uh, there's uh, three main areas to remember. Uh, the working memory, the cognitive flexibility, um, or flexible thinking, um, and then your inhibitions being able, or, or your impulse being able to be controlled, um, self-control, willpower. Uh, so that is like a, what it is. It's, it's, it's the, it, well, actually right here, it, it said, uh, I read that it's often known as executive function is often known as the management system of the brain. So it kind of, um, filters the, the, um, the, the pros, the cons, the, the cognitive flexibility, uh, I hope that I'm getting that across, but if I'm not, and you have more questions, I, I, like I said, I have an article that I found for tonight's episode specifically on executive function because I was not very well spun up on it. Um, it makes sense now. Um, I know what cognitive flexibility is. I know what working memory is. I know what self-control is. I didn't know like these, um, these three to eight things that we went over on the other side were called executive function and can be utilized in more things than, than just impulse control. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also paying attention, um, you know, to what's going on. It's, it's organization. It's regulating your um, emotions and your points of view um, and keeping track of exactly what's going on around you, when it's happening, what you're doing, journaling, essentially. What can get in the way of it, as we discussed on the last slide there, the executive dysfunctions, things like ADHD. Um, mm -hmm. It's just a perfect way to put it. Um, or, or having um, anxiety can get in the way of good executive functioning. Um, over getting overly emotional about things. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, something else. I get, that's pretty good for some examples, though. Um, just the overall difficulty of uh, being able to execute these things, like prioritization. How difficult. Take a look at. Uh, your life and your decision making um, and how it, rate it. How difficult do you find it to uh, prioritize what's important? Um, how, how difficult do you find it to 
weigh the pros and cons, and then how difficult in in the overall scheme of things do you find it to make? First of all, a decision because mm-hmm. that's that's part of it. Decision making. I'm terrible. Right, wrong, or indifferent? Can you make a decision? <laughs> um, and if you can make a decision, the, do you feel like it was the right one in the end? Mm. The answer is most always going to be, I feel like the answer will almost always be yes in the moment. But now let's wait 10, 14 days later. Is it still the best decision? Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I um. I think that's a lot of the problem I have, struggling to make a decision, then having rarely made one sometimes. But I think some of it comes down to early childhood and not being allowed to make those, then having to make them, not being able to make them. And then if I do, then going over it and over it, thinking, was that the right one? Did I just screw up? And uh, you can get into a vicious cycle there as well. Absolutely. And that is a, it's important to keep track of and keep remembrance of for future times to come. And to, when you go the next time down the line, when you go to make a purchase or weigh the pros and cons on a decision. So like I said earlier, we keep throwing around impulse buying. Uh, I didn't really want the whole episode to be about impulse buying, but that was one Mm -hmm. That was one example that I feel like everybody could relate to um, and makes it easiest. But all of those things that we talked about previously, if uh, if we go back, like the sexual side of things, the general and the the mind side of things, um, things Mm -hmm. like kleptomania uh, and things like your aggression, we can, we, our anger level can be an impulse driven thing in the moment. Um, the kids aren't listening or something happened that is just not ideal. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, our anger can impulsively at first be through the roof over the top mm-hmm. but as things progress, you know, as time moves on, uh, we look back and we're like, damn it. Why did I get so angry for that? That was, that was dumb. And now I need to go apologize because uh, I acted impulsively. I was angry, sure. But was that the right reaction to what had happened? Um, it's being able to do that, being able to pick up on that and do that, though, and realize you were in the wrong and go and apologize that makes it um, yeah. like better. Because like, you can go to the other extreme of impulse control and not being able to control your temper and behavior lashing out um like domestic violence things like that the way you react in that sense as well mm-hmm. um having been there myself literally it got to like i would say it was like flicking a switch and constantly tre- treading on eggshells because he had absolutely zero control when it came to being able to control his temper. So that's another one. That's the the far end of the extreme. Right. Um, 
let's take a look finally at some treatment options. Um, mm -hmm. As we always like to, to round the topic off with is what can we do about this? If, if this is sounding familiar, mm -hmm. um, treatment for impulse control disorders. Now this uh, I'll earmark with, um, we're not talking just uh, impulse buying again. Um, the impulse control disorders is that wide variety of, of topics like kleptomania, pyromania, et cetera. Um, this is going to fall under that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, treatment for impulse control disorders, uh, difficult to treat. So negative behavior inherently gratifying and reinforcing patience and persistence as as relapse common, so build relapse into counselling, little research available, treatment recommendations tentative, based primarily on theory and effectiveness with related disorders, like we mentioned things being related with the ADHD, things like that, and then importance of trusting relationship. And... Well, that one didn't come out so good, but yeah, here you go. Gemma yeah. will go ahead and read it for us. Yeah, uh, so cognitive interventions, such as identifying and avoiding triggers, countering, oh my goodness, maladaptive. maladaptive. Yeah, maladaptive. It's blurry, so I was struggling to bleep, zoom in as well. Maladaptive thoughts and beliefs, behavioral interventions such as teaching coping strategies to resist urges, aversive conditioning and covert sensitization, drug treatments, such as antidepressant medication, not going to say the name of that, um, or any of them. So, yeah, medication. Thanks again. Uh, um, um, prescribed by a therapist. Yes, by a psychiatrist. Yes, and then 12-step programs. 12-step programs are, are out there. They're for more than just alcohol. They're oh, yeah, for right. these types of impulse control um, exercises. Drug treatments, uh, obviously, I, as with a, a good, a vast amount of folks on the planet, mm -hmm. uh, are on antidepressants. Um, they have become... Uh, pretty mainstream and there's no uh, nothing wrong with it that's what ssris are um antidepressants like zoloft which is what i take uh the the generic brand being sertraline um now trexone i was on uh when i was first admitted to rehab and for a short period of time after i got home i'm no longer on that that blocks the pleasurable effects of opioids um, and works, uh, for other things, but that's what it's for. It's not a, it's not a opiate reverser or anything. You can't, you know, take a handful of pills and then take an naltrexone and you're all better. It's supposed to be there in place of, um, willpower and what have you, you know, you're going to fail, you know, you're an addict and now we're taking steps medically, chemically to try and uh, combat that. Uh, it's supposed to make it 
undesirable essentially mm. um it, it takes the 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 fun out of it so let's you know what's the point exactly um cognitive interventions uh we talk about that with a lot of other different things um and, and behavioral as well uh we got into phobias and aversions um and and how to condition that um these are all things uh minus drug treatments uh, outside of going to the doctor and getting um getting the prescription and then following up because that's a big that's as big a part as getting the prescription following mm-hmm. up and with the doctor and telling them exactly how it's affecting you and and if it's better worse uh if you don't feel the same if this sucks you know these are all things that need to be followed up on to make sure you're on the right combination of medicine for you for mm-hmm. you uh cuz Nothing works the same on every single person, you know. And then um, you also don't want to be walking around like a zombie or just, you know, not yourself. You want to be you, right? Yeah. Nothing worse than that, being zombified. Horrible. With So the drug treatments do provide or do take a bit of work. But the cognitive interventions, the behavioral interventions, the 12-step program, these are all, you got to work for this. Like, um, as it says at the top there, it's difficult to treat. Um, mm-hmm. So you, they, they suggest uh, negative reinforcement uh, instead of the positive, which helps with learned behavior and what have you. The negative mm-hmm. can, can develop learned behavior as well. Um, patience and persistence as relapse is common. Uh, they... I had to literally write out my relapse as it would happen because relapse is so common. Um, and it's, it's just, it, it, I like the therapeutic part of taking the mystery out of it. You expect a relapse and then it's not so daunting and you can get back up on that horse. It do, it's not such a huge blow. Um, it doesn't, it's, it's not meant to, Say, ah, relapse is fine. Go ahead and do it as many times as you want. It, it's yeah. it's there in place to say, hey, people make mistakes. This shit is hard and it happens. But get back up on the horse and, and, and get back out there. Um, mm-hmm. So those were the couple things I wanted to touch on with the treatment side of things. It's difficult road. But impulse control is... If you have felt that you have trouble with controlling your impulse or self-control over Mm -hmm. your purchases, self-control over your sexual habits, self-control over your anger, self-control over stealing shit, uh, whatever the case may be, if, if you feel that you know then, you know exactly how hard it is to get control of that. Mm Mm-hmm. If you if you're addicted to a substance, you know damn well how hard it is to work a program and to stay sober. Mm. It's an everyday thing, and it doesn't get easier. No, you just take one day at a time. That's all you can do. Um, but I think that's a good 
place to kind of tie the bow on this episode and wrap it up. Um, yeah. We'll get into um, some community calendar here in a second. Uh, if the again, if there is any questions or further information needed, please reach out to us uh, on any of our socials at the bio.link slash tmhh. Um, our website is tmhhonline.com. You can find all of our stuff at either of those places. Um, and then most importantly, the Discord, uh, as it will, um, it is the uh, prime place for us to get in touch with our community here um, that has grown and we're so grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this on screen as well, if it will process quickly. Yes. Uh, Friday, June 23rd. That is not this Friday, but next Friday. On our Discord, uh, you can catch a link in the chat that he's been throwing up. Um, or you can scan this graphic if you're watching live or watching the replay on YouTube, the video replay. Um, I haven't... Uh, well, the Discord chat, or I'm sorry, the Discord uh, invite link will also be in the episode descriptions of any podcast episode that you're listening to. Um, you are but, on the Discord as well, and you click the um, thing at the top. I'm just going to try and open it now real quick. There is an event list just right at the top without showing too much personal shit. Yes. Um, if you click that, and press that you want to attend it will remind you just before the event as well indeed so please come come join us on the 23rd that's next friday not this friday 5 p.m eastern standard time uh and 10 p.m gemma time um we're going to be doing about an hour long 45 minutes to an hour on uh the discord lounge channel gemma will be there i will be there in person, talk to us live, check in, don't be shy, you don't have to cam up, you don't have to, you don't even have to mic up, you can literally come in the room and uh, put yourself, mic muted and camera muted, um, just like that, it's as simple as that, uh, you uh, you can just hang out or hang out and uh, we'll just chat about whatever, you know? So uh, we did this once before it, it was met with um, good graces and uh, uh, you guys have asked that we do more of these. So here you go. We are doing more. We'll do probably one of these a month, I think is the tentative plan. Mm -hmm. Dunson. What is up? Good to see you. Thanks for following along with us. Um, we're just closing up the shop now for this week, but catch us every uh, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, Catalyst. Let's get into the community calendar for this evening or for the that we always do. Catalyst. We've already talked about it tonight. 
Uh, Jim in Chicagoland is on a Teams meeting. Don't worry, I got you covered. He's fireside tonight. Went out and impulsively bought some wood. Uh, and we are going to have some fireside chat tonight at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, right here on Twitch. His handle is right there, and he has been in the chat. Uh, so give him a follow and share him out. Um, it's a, a great broadcast. Our good buddy Ray has also been here um, tonight, a mod on the show, and uh, does a similar um, mental health broadcast. Well, not similar in the aspect of what we put on here, but I mean similar in the positive vibes, positive energy mm -hmm. that he brings to his Twitch channel, A Ray of Sunshine. Give him a, a, a follow and catch his new lives on Tuesday evenings. Gemma, I'm going to go get a baby girl because I forgot that I promised if um, Ella and uh, Dina are still here and anybody else that, that cares. Please uh, tell the folks about your channel and I'll be back. Yeah, I haven't done as much lately, but there's a cooking train. Oh, I've forgotten. <laughs> That's a good one. I think not this weekend, next weekend, maybe. Or the weekend, I don't know. It's a Saturday. Um, so some cooking, some fooling around, maybe some crafts and stuff. Um, yeah, anything, anything and everything. And then uh, we haven't seen Eric, but he also was a previous guest on the show and does his own broadcast. Yeah. Gaming and Penelope and Penelope, yes, <laughs> and, and we can't forget for all things bunny, our good friend Ella, who is here with us in chat tonight. Say hi, Ella. Yay. Hi, Dina. Hi, chat. Uh, my www.mybunnyvalentine.com for all your bunny merch <laughs> needs. Uh, there's always there's never a bad time to buy bunny stuff. Right. Um, use the promo code FireDude15 uh, to save fifteen percent on your purchase. Also, you can hang out with Ella and Puppy Cat late nights on Twitch as she sings and plays the ukulele, among other instruments that she's been bringing on. Impulse by some bunnies. <laughs> and since she's in chat tonight, you can just click on her name and give her a follow, and catch her Insomniac streams. Which I used to be a big part of, but thanks to this one, I actually sleep at night now. So, <laughs> Wait uh, till she gets older, then it'll do a full reverse and you'll be back to being an insomniac. <laughs> yep, I'll come crawling back to the late night insomnia streams. <laughs> She's saying hello. Hi. Uh, that should about wrap things up for... Another episode of the Mental Health Hour. That's number 90 fucking seven. Yeah. Excuse me. Impulse cursing. <laughs> 97 episodes in the books. It's just nuts. We're fastly approaching that big 100. Yeah. Uh, impulse calls cussing. Oh, no. Yeah. Why not? Just get it on in that. And it is time for... Uh, a baby girl to get some food in her high chair that uh, subsequently and uh, 
unironically, Ella was nice enough to purchase for her for the mm-hmm. the baby uh, baby coming into the world proceedings. What do you call that? Just the celebration of, of Penelope. So yes, we're going to go have some supper. And Gemma, do you have anything before we close? Uh, no stream next week, apparently. Oh, so shit, yes. So uh, I forgot. That's very important. Yes, next you're week, going gallivanting, aren't you? Next week, I will be at the beach with the family <laughs> on our vacation. Um, so no stream next Wednesday. Uh, we mm-hmm. will be back the following Wednesday, the very last Wednesday of June for our Pride Month episode. And uh, just want to thank you for the, the reminder, Gemma. Yeah. And that is all. Gallivanting, huh? Yeah, gallivanting. What beach? Ocean City, Maryland. We'll be down there. Uh, I mean, Ocean City, New Jersey. <laughs> um, all right. That is it. That is all. Yes, Gemma's hair is pink, if anybody wanted to know. And we'll <laughs> send it out with that. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again for all the bits, subs, and uh, resubs, and shares, and likes. Uh, again, we can't do this show without you guys. And the support is awesome. Oh, dear. Say bye. Say bye. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>